podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on, people? This is the Talking Texas Podcast. My name's Daniel. It's your boy, HH. Welcome back, fellow listeners. Two, How what, are you guys? What, what, two How you been weeks? doing? Two weeks? Yeah, two weeks. That's the longest break we've taken in years. Can I be honest? Not mm. editing is kind of fun, but there, we missed out on, on a bunch of topics. But before we get there, follow us on Twitter at Talking Tactics, uh, on Instagram at Talking Tactics. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Um, again, if you guys hear some changes in the podcast, it's just your boys. Just make a little chat on the side. No problems. Nobody's hacked us. Nothing like that. You know, things are just elevating. And hopefully, you know, I can buy a better mic and we can do some other stuff. Yeah. So. I'm at Daniel to look half what where can people get you? Havofootballerhot.com. Indeed. So where's the best place to start? Senegal won an AFCON. Yeah, man, yes, yeah. There's some I think has to be AFCON, yeah. Has to be Okay. AFCON. So yeah, let's let's start with that. Yeah. It's not even like a question of who you're rooting for, because obviously I know you're rooting for Nigeria. And then that oh, yeah. didn't happen. That didn't end well. My country's not even there. So there's that. I think I was rooting for Senegal because of Mane and because of Mendy. When it came down to the semifinal and the, the final, it was kind of easy to pick my team that, you know, who I wanted to win. Yeah, no, no. I mean, look, if if you're looking for like an AFCON review, man, I mean, the quality has gone down. I've seen a lot better AFCONs where you've seen like crazy goals, crazy pieces of play, like, you know, doing the 2000 and so forth, the days of Patrick Mboma, Edsel, Kocha. Nah, the there were some generation. crazy goals. There were some crazy goals. Like, the dude from Comoros, that free kick? Oh, no, 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 no. There were some pots. Bro, in AFCON, like, there they're normally some a lot more crazy goals. And cra- I think, basically, put it this way. Mm-hmm. The quality has decreased. Again, we can go into the amount of players now going to play for European teams and so forth. So, a lot of the talent going away from Africa. But I think one thing that maintains is there's always there's always a piece of drama. Like Afcon just has a certain piece of dramatic nature mm-hmm. compared to other com- competitions. But it was a great ending. You know, I thought it was it was it was a great way to to, to cap it off, man. Like the way it ended with that final and the drama of the final, it was it was a great way to end it, man. Do you like games that end with penalties? Because like if the the game was it was on a Sunday, wasn't it? Mm. Or it was it was on the weekend. So my dad, like my dad, watches football kinda, but mm. not really. And whenever games go to penalties, he doesn't like it. And I think it's just the stress of penalties. Just it doesn't mean so. Like he saw the last penalty <laughs> when oh. I already knew what had happened because <laughs> because our stream was behind. So yes, no, no, but we not know one thing though is. So I I no just 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 to ask the question. Yeah. I was like, do you like when finals end with penalties? And I and I know your your brother's argument about it's a punishment for not doing what you're supposed to do in two hours of football, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I like finals that end with the penalty shootout. No, basically penalties isn't football, but it's football. Like I think football is 90 minutes or 120 minutes trying to break down a defense, trying to find that score. Penalties is football is a different kind of football. See, penalties is a purely psychological thing mm-hmm. because most professional players should be able to put the ball in less from 18 yards. But you add in, you've played for two hours, you add in the, the nerves and so forth. What is an easy task now becomes a much harder task. So it's so penalties is a is a is the most psychological part of football for football. So it's it's like if you're you're watching something different. But again, look, as I said again. Win the game. You have you have you have to ask to score more goals than your opponent. But here's the thing, though. It's an interesting thing to, to bring up is the psychology of a penalty, which is mm. one of the greatest things. You you, you take Mane, and Salah says to Kabaski, he's gonna go bottom left because I play with this guy every day. <laughs> you know, with this guy every week, he's gonna go bottom left. Then Mane says to Kabaski, I'm gonna go bottom right. <laughs> Again, that's the whole thing. So Kabaski now has. A thing of what Salah is telling me, and is is Mane strong-willed enough to say I'm going to go bottom right and go bottom right, or not strong-willed enough to say I'm going to go bottom right to try and jinx you, but I'm really going to go my whole bottom left, and then again because Mane I don't think is that strong-willed to either go bottom right or do a panenka like Pielo, he goes bottom left thing he saves it, 
You know, it, it was it was in the middle. It was like near the middle. He didn't even oh, no, no, he didn't no, even get it into the left, which is like one of the problems with well, that. No, he hit it, it so hard that the goalkeeper yeah, didn't yeah. have time to. I, move. I mean, look, I think he went know? for he went for power. He, he, that's, that's, that's a penalty that Salah would take, actually. Yeah, it's just power down the middle and just hopefully it's it's went I think he was going more towards for the bottom left yeah than he was for the bottom right yeah for sure put, put it that way but just that he didn't really aim there but he was really, he was just really just going for look and here's the, the thing though you could sell that psychologically they got into Mane if Salah wasn't speaking to Kabaski I think Mane would have really gone straight into that corner but because he was speaking to the thing I think Mane got caught in two minds because Mane was that I have to go to where I want to go to. But at the same time, Salah has told him that I'm, I'm going to go there. I don't feel comfortable going bottom right. Let me just hit it so, super hard. I now go to the penalty. Again, the psychology of the penalty. So Gabaskas are, I've already, I've been told where you normally go. Now, are you in the penalty to win this for your country? Are you going to go that same area or are you just going to go the opposite way? Because see, if Mane had gone the opposite way, oh, Gabaski doesn't Gabaski totally dives the, the wrong way. But then the commentator was sort of commentating. He said, <laughs> "I feel like Mane is going to go because <laughs> that's I feel Mane is going to go across his his body." And here's the thing about penalty: this this is the simple thing. The keeper to give himself the best chance, he's going to stand in the middle. If you put that ball with enough power and precision into the side netting. It's impossible. Physically, it is impossible for the keeper who is standing in the middle to dive right there and save it. It's impossible. It's, it's weird. Though. Like, let's say a, a keeper was doing what Mendy was doing and he keep on going up and up and down and he managed to go, oh, geez, I just landed right into the bottom right. Boom. But most keepers, you stand in the middle because you don't know where he's going to go. But if you put it into the corner, it is impossible for you to reach there. It's, it's, it's impossible. So, Manny, that penalty, Kabaski. 10, 10 turns out of, out of 10, Gabasi can't save that from where he's standing. I th- said repeatedly that if it went to penalties, Edward Mendy was not going to save a penalty. Now, part of that was like the jinx that I have. Like, stop I don't... stealing my jinx, man. People, <laughs> you know people have just been, been thieving my jinx. And I've actually, they've actually been successful stealing my, my jinx, which pisses me off. <laughs> Well, this is a problem that you know you haven't grown up with me in like from childhood. But I, my jinx powers are on a level with yours. It's just that I don't have a YouTube channel to where oh, wow. they're, they're, they're they're displayed on a daily, weekly basis. I know if I say something, the opposite will probably happen. There's a reason why you I've never picked Chelsea to win things because I know myself. If I say, "Oh, Chelsea are gonna like this season," I said Chelsea are gonna win the league. I shouldn't have said that. Because now, what, what, 16 points behind Man City? Like, I know my tendency is just to, like, to gas. And because I'm gassing, it just won't happen. It's not like I have some magical powers. It's just that I lose all reason. So I just tend just not to say things like that. But the reverse psychology element is always there. So that's why you can't always. I'm not a, what, what, do, they, what do they say? A trustworthy narrator? I'm not a trustworthy or... narrator. <laughs> So like Mendy's definitely not gonna save it. I said this like five days before it, just in case. So I put that energy out there. And what do you know? A man who I don't think I've ever seen save a penalty. I've seen a penalty hit him, but I don't think I've ever seen him save one. He saved a penalty. And I think his kind of running across the line put off um uh the Egyptian fullback whose name I'm forgetting. Oh yeah. yeah. Um who had a really good tournament, by the way. Yeah, well, no, I'm not forgetting his name. But... The, the guy that did the foul on cease for the for the penalty in the, during the, the game. I I know, like after the game, Koulibaly was telling him, like, you know, yeah. you're you're that guy. You have a future and all that kind of stuff. So. Oh well, yeah, he well, yeah, you can say that after you've pretty much won the trophy. <laughs> I don't um, think he wants to be hearing that. Speaking of Koulibaly, the fact that he wasn't there in 2019. But he was there this time. I think that might be the difference. No, was Mendy though? Remember, Mendy was injured. As Mendy, well. Mendy and Koulibaly, fair. That's fair. Mendy didn't really have that much to do in the game. I mean, he saved the shot that Salah had at the near post, yeah. and he saved the penalty. But maybe just the confidence that having the best goalkeeper in the world gives your team is is yeah. is worth something that I'm not taking into account. But 
Koulibaly, in, in 2019, he was like top three center back in the world for sure. He had, I think, he had a strong final. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the semi, final. the semi, he was really good. No, no, um, no, no. I think no, semi was pretty good. There were a few moments where he was a little bit mm, iffy, but final, I thought he was very, he was very solid in that final match. Yeah. Very, very solid. Is there anything else from that Afcon that's worth? Put it this way. Okay, let me. Salah is lucky that it's every two years, so it's going to be an Ivory Coast in the next thing. I would expect Salah to win one because I think me and Hazen were discussing this. There was more pressure on Salah to win this than I think Mane. They both had pressure, but Salah more so. You're just coming off the back of being in the top three for FIFA best men. This has probably been the only time since George Weah, although Eto'o is criminally underrated. But the first time since George Weah that's like a player is in the top three best players in the world or, or so forth. So, and Egypt have won it seven times. So I do think that... That's why I don't think there was as pressure. much pressure. That's why I don't think there was as much pressure. I think Mane had more of the pressure because Senegal are the better team and they've never won it before and they'd lost mm. the previous final. This is their chance. You know, Egypt, they've yeah, been, no, no, they've no, no, been no, there. No, but again, look, look at the opposite side. Yes, you may say that they're the better team and so forth, but at the end of the day, for me, I always go with, especially in the final, I always go with experience. And Egypt have won it seven times. So you they're all the winners. What? Did, did you pick Egypt to win the final? Yes. And, but did you believe on, on it? Yeah. Or was this like... <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I generally thought that's did because okay. for me, I just didn't think that Senegal had the mentality. Mm. And my thing is, no, no, I said that if Senegal were to win, they've got to win it in reg- regulation. On penalties, I just felt that Egypt have already won two penalty shootouts already. And I felt that they were stronger mentally. I thought everybody felt that. That if Senegal were going to win, they had to win the game in regulation. As oh, for sure, yeah. Is there a tendency that when things go to penalties, we just like, the black people are going to lose? Is 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 that what that was? Oh, that no, everybody no, 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 just no. thought Egypt were going to win? Oh, no, 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 no. I'll tell because you no, no. because they're not, the Arab way, team? It's, it's way more log- log- logical. Egypt have already won two penalty shootouts already. Now, what they, they do say is that, bro... It's How a lottery. Like the the, the 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 idea that you go and I I'm, I know I'm cutting you, but like the the idea that you go to three in a row, you can't win three penalties. Was like now you're more of a football historian than me. Can you think of anybody who's won three penalty shootouts oh, in the no. same competition? No, 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 no. But but here's the thing, I don't care. <laughs> like that doesn't mean anything to me because yeah. there's a first time for for everything. So oh, this has never happened before. So. <laughs> and if it happens, it happens. Like, life isn't yeah. about, oh, this has never happened before, so it can't happen. But if it can happen, it can happen. Yeah. And my thing was, Egypt, I, Senegal, you've never been in a penalty shootout before. Egypt, not only have, they actually have very good penalty takers. Mm-hmm. And when you look at how well they took their penalties, I'm like, these guys are actually very good penalty takers. And even they, the guy who missed, no, both of the guys who missed, they, they both scored... In their, their in the previous penalty shootout as well. So, but that's just the beauty about football is it always has a tendency to surprise. Mm. I did not believe Edomendi would, would save one because you can tell that Edomendi, there are guys who are very good at saving penalties, and there are guys who are very good at 90 minutes of football. Minule, not the very b- best keeper over in in, in regulation, but I'm sure he's a very good penalty taker. Kepa. Bro, um, Caballero. Caballero is trash as a keeper. <laughs> but on penalties, he's very good. Because that's just a particular skill of educated guess and reflexes. Mm. Abdel Moynam is his name, isn't it? Oh, okay. okay. I think no, no, that's but, the but, name. See, but going back to the whole Salah money thing, I still feel that because I think Hazm agreed with me that Salah had more pressure because Mane has had a very bad sea season. You know, the last time he was at LD was like years ago. So, so like Mane has really gone on the ball and Salah bro Salah has been on form amongst the best players in the world yeah and you're playing for the most successful side in this competition as well you know so it's like you'd expect that, oh these guys would would, would, would say something man but uh, so no but you and I cut you when you said you're lucky that the competition is every two years yeah so Salah I think that Salah will know because Salah knows that bro, I've got to give Egypt something. Mm. Me being of my status and so forth, I've got to give Egypt something. He's you never know. won one. He, no. no, he would have missed that era completely. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he completely. 
he 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 missed the, the era completely, you know. Because the last time they won it was 2010. 2010, yeah. Yeah, Salah was, was in 2010. So he knows that, yeah, I have to at least give this guy something. It's weird, though. <laughs> when they won that three-peat, was right in the midst of probably one of the most talented sides Africa seen, which is the Ivorian side. Yeah. Which is crazy. But now... Let's let, let's keep it real. The Senegal side are good. They're nowhere near as talented as the Ivory Coast side. Not even mm. close. No. That see, that's Ivory Coast side, they're the biggest underachievers I can remember. Because that team was stupid. In terms of how good their individuals were, it was bro. Yad um Dumbia, Drogba, Yad Suri, um, Salomon Kalu, that's um Keta guy, um Javinio. But the position that always let it down was they had Tupac and Go, bro. And he was five foot ten, five foot eleven. He ate grass. And every time it went to a penalty shootout, he couldn't save one. Okay, now Danny, this is where we, we both get exposed because you know we both love him and we both know that he's a legend. <laughs> speak so, it, speak the truth, bro. Drug right. had the truth. I mean, I mean, because I, I didn't want to go here and I keep on trying to ignore this. And whenever someone brings this up, I just hide. And I, and, and, I, and I just played the, the sixth. Speak the truth. Who missed the penalty in a final against Zambia in and regulation? It's, and and it's not like... Mane's penalty was saved. Garbaski guessed the correct way, or mm. he just... I don't know what he did. He almost went... He almost dove past it, but he got the ball. Drogba against Zambia, the ball is still in space. It yeah. went over the... It cleared the bar. It wasn't even on target. I'm not even gonna go with like the excuses I had in 2012. The pitch was dry. The ball was no, no. like no. That was Daniel at 21 years old. <laughs> I'm now 31. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. He 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 made his penalty in the shootout, but that penalty was to win the competition. And I've always yeah. said the reason Drogba got away with that is number one, people don't care about Afcon. We do, but generally people don't give a shit about AFCON. It just is what it is. And then a few months later, he gave one of like the greatest Champions League performances ever. So it just got drowned out by he's the greatest. He won the Champions League goal against Bayern, penalty against Bayern. But I remember when he took the penalty against Bayern, I was thinking, like, you just missed the penalty in AFCON. And the run up that he took was because of that miss. I guarantee you the, no, the but, run up but, that but he took, like the, the 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 one step run up that he took to to win the Champions League, was I can't blast this over the bar like I did against Zambia. But, I wait, guarantee let, you that was in his thinking. Wait, wait let's get even real because because we still have we've got lots of to go so but let's just cap this off like this because we'll be here forever. But no, it's bad. It's like, bad. Like, like this, Mane's comments saying that this is the greatest moments of my career and probably even of my of my life. Mm. And so Liverpool fans was like, oh, but what about the Champions League and Premier League? Like, no, he, this is, and which is why I try to explain to people that the World Cup exists. Like the World Cup, like you achieving something for your country will always mean more. And and for Drogba, of course, Drogba felt pressure with that penalty. The pressure he felt of that penalty for Ivory Coast and Afghan final was far greater than any pressurized situation for Chelsea. It is just what it is. Did you see so. the streets of Senegal, bro? Like the car was. I have nuts. never, bro. I am. I love watching victory parades. I just love that stuff. I I watch all victory parades. I've never in my life, me and my 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 brother were saying it that we've never seen a victory parade like that ever. It, never. it didn't. It wasn't a parade. It was like it was I, madness. It was. I imagine that was what it would have been like in like Roman times or something like when they come back was, from victory. No, no, no. Just everybody's just nuts and the warriors are like it was. Basically, it was you know the next level, man. Like, like, like I think I, I wish I could just. Show that video to guys that says, "Ah, no, Afcon is trash. No one cares all about the Champions League." Just look at this video. I have never seen celebration like that for any Euro win, Champions League win, <laughs> Copa. I've never seen that kind of exuberance um, celebration for any victory ever. Shocking! Like the, I said, this is the, the picture with Alosice with the trophy. On yeah. top of the bus with his arms Martin. like just stretched. He's like, I, I brought it home. Like I did this. Bro, thing. no, bro, bro. They were there it's, for it's, seven it's, hours. It's, especially his story of when they lost in I think two thousand two in the final. Oh two, yeah, oh two. <sighs> he missed the, the, the penalty. We missed some of the penalties. And yeah. I think he was he was talking with somebody. It might have been Duf. I don't know. It was right after the final. 
and he was looking up to the sky and I was like, I wonder if is he thinking of like Jop or mm. is he just thanking God or I don't know. But it was just like like the way that his his narrative oh, is of course, wasn't it? Fadiga. Fadiga. That's who he was with? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he used to have the number 10 jersey, Fadiga, Fadiga. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, maybe they're thinking about him. Because he's the only one from that 2002 team, I think, who's not there anymore. Yeah, I was like, damn, I wish he was there. Because you remember, he was the one that scored the goal against France in 02 and all that. Where do we put that? <laughs> oh, Who knows? He presents the ad, like, say, hey, here's, here's an ad. Or, the, well, or, you, or just put it in. Do you know what? Your, you know your beat that you made for the, the Zidane thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just put the boom. I'll just yeah. put that here. Club World Cup. Do you care? See, the Club World Cup to me is another FIFA money grab. I've never, ever, ever considered this thing something that you have to win. I understand the longing for it because you complete the set. But they could just make another trophy and then you need to complete the set. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. I like to just clown people <laughs> it's because trolling. of how people have insulted and abused Chelsea and gotten on me. So... I like to say Chelsea are world champs. They've completed the sets. Now what? So that's just me clowning people. I say Chelsea are world champions. You know, hates hates on that. Lukaku scored in a World Cup semi in a World Cup final. Now, 2012. Mm. That's embarrassing. Was it? Oh, hugely embarrassing. Because at the end of the day, no European team has any business not winning the club World Cup. Because whoever wins the Champions League is effectively the best team in the world. <laughs> Because you, Europe have, as it did, you know, colonialism, you know, Queen Lizzie, all that kind of stuff. But easy, but we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but through the fact, these guys have, they house the best players in the world. Yeah, that's amazing player for Corinthians. He's on his way to Real and Barca. That's amazing player for Botafogo, for Flamengo, so forth. He's on his way to Real or Barca very soon. So Europe will always house the very best players. So you have no business not winning the Club World Cup because you have the best players. So 2012 was embarrassing. That's how you are the only European team not to have won the Club World Cup, you know. Um, right, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the list. Here we go. Here we go. This is the list. So they started this competition in 2000. <laughs> Madrid placed fourth. <laughs> and then in 2001, they canceled it. Oh, <laughs> and then in 2005, they brought it back. So the first three winners were from Brazil. So Liverpool lost to Sao Paulo. Oh, Barcelona wow. lost to Internacional. And then since then, it was it's basically been always the European teams, except for 2012, where Chelsea lost 1-0 to Corinthians. But if you look at the scores, they're never like... Just, I mean, except for this Barcelona against Santos. Yeah, yeah, Santos. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. that one. 1-0, 2-1, 3-0, 4-0, 1-0, 2-0, 2-0, 3-0, 4-2, 1-0, 4-1, 1-0, 2-0, 3-0, 4-0, 1-0, 4-0, 1-0, 4-0, 1-0, 
follows these type of things. I, I think it's just an, an opportunity for Infantino and those guys to just, you know, do things. And just, oh, we can take the World Cup brand and put it in club football. So you just call it a World Cup. Okay. I think it does do something, though, for Abramovich. Mm, yeah. Because there's nothing left. It could be, in a sense, the most exclusive cup to win because you have to you have to win the Champions League in order to enter it. There's no other way you can get in. Chelsea have only been in there twice. In 2012, the loss that hurt the most was... When, you remember when Falcao just dunked on Chelsea? <laughs> he scored... Th- was it, it was 4-0 in the first half. He had, he had a hat trick in the first half, and Chelsea just never recovered. The team that won the Champions League wasn't there. Drogba was gone. It just it wasn't the same oh, yeah, team. Yeah. It was Hazard and Oscar and I think Juan Mata, obviously. But it just it wasn't the same squad. So I didn't feel I felt bad, obviously, especially in that Super Cup against uh, Atletico, where it was just you know they just got destroyed. But the loss against Corinthians, I always felt it, it's not the same team. So it is what it is. This team is the same team. So maybe it is a little bit more meaningful to me. But once Drogba made that penalty in 2012, and then he went to, I think he went to Shanghai or wherever he went, mm. and then Galatasaray thereafter, it just never felt like it was the same team anymore. And it, it was, you know, it, he was like the main piece that was missing. But like you tell me, if Drogba plays in that game against Corinthians, he's not going to score in a final out of here of course he's gonna score so (laughs) i never hurt that way um but then to see them all kind of come back and john terry and petacek and obviously frank lampard's with everton so he's not there but drogba was there and he's he i think he said something to the effect of like we weren't there or i wasn't there Mm. in 2012 when we lost the last time so to see the club get the trophy that we couldn't was cool i'm never gonna complain that chelsea won a trophy like good (laughs) <laughs> but I'm just like it's it's a manufactured thing. It's only been around since 2000. It's not like no, but, but I think it's like thing. from a psychological point of view, it's always nice just winning something. Yeah, you know, because those always, those, those nice two trophies win. are the only trophies Chelsea are going to win this season: the Super Cup and the Club World Cup. Can you call that a successful season if you Daniel. win two trophies that you've never won? Daniel before? C. Locke, Daniel Locke, Danny Locke, D. Locke, D. Locke. Let's just wait until the season finishes. <laughs> words have power don't speak things into existence ah, you know what power. i forgot they're in a final they're in the league cup final right Shh. liverpool Shh. that's a trouble Okay. Oh no. Okay. This 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 is worth bringing up, considering that we were talking about penalties. What Aspilicueta did might be the most three D chess thing I've seen in years. Now, now somebody's gonna have to remind me if there's a better example of a footballer just thinking uh, like five steps ahead. But now, keep in mind, I only watched the highlights. I didn't watch the actual game because I was just sick. But when I saw the highlights, because I'd make it a point not to know what's going to happen. So I saw the highlights and I saw that Aspilicueta picked up the balls. And I was like, why would he do that? And then I went on to Twitter after the fact. Obviously, you know, has a average just went ahead and scored. I, I go on the timeline and they, there's like a, a, a video that is the length of basically how long that took. The highlights didn't do it justice with how long he was standing there with the ball. So I would assume for you. You thought Aspilicueta was going to take the penalty, right? Yes. But it was a game. It was a game within the game. (laughs) He was like, okay, I'm going to grab the ball because I know that the opposition team is going to try to unsettle the penalty taker. So I'm just going to keep the ball. They're going to come to me. They're going to try to destroy the penalty spot. So let me just stand here. And the ref will send everybody away. But I've already told as captain, Havertz, you're going to take the penalty. So Havertz is just in the background chilling, just probably visualizing what he's going to do. Meanwhile, Aspilicueta takes on all of the pressure, the insults, whatever the case may be. The referee clears the situation. Aspilicueta kisses the ball like he's going to take it. 
<laughs> and then just casually passes it to Havertz, who, you know, does his routine. And he doesn't have to deal with any of the stress or the kind of gamesmanship that Palmeiras was, was up to. I thought that was some 3D chess. Now, I don't know if that can work again. Because maybe like once once you see the strategy, it's done. Mm. But I thought that was really clever from him no, as, no, as no, a no. captain to just take no, the no, no, pressure and then know it that it doesn't mean anything because I'm not taking it. No, 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 no. It was, it was, and that was actually very good for us because it's to sort of protect Havertz. But here's the the thing though, I actually feel that Havertz is pretty strong-minded. Now I have issues about his football is not always there and everything, but. What can a keeper do to truly mess you up from taking a penalty if you're weak mind- See, if you're strong-minded, bro, a keeper can do blah, blah, blah to Balotelli or to, or to Mendieta. Balotelli and, and Mendieta, they're scoring that penalty. There's, there's nothing you can do to take Balotelli or Mendieta off their game to score a penalty. Mm-hmm. You can't because I know where I'm going to put it. So you can do anything you want. I know where I'm going to put it and it's going to go there. I think Havertz is one of those guys where I don't think that pressure faces him too too much. I think it's and especially when especially when you're dealing with Germans as as well. <laughs> who are the best guys at penalties? Germans. You know that's so funny. Like the, the 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 clip that I was watching <laughs> was like a fan video, mm. and one of the Chelsea fans was like he's a German. <laughs> like it, it oh. was like he's it's an automatic make because he's German. <laughs> but then but then but then you now go back to 2012. Uh. Um, exactly. I mean, like... I, that, that's that's exactly what came in my mind when you said he's strong-willed. I would have thought like Schweinsteiger was strong-willed. But where was that final taken? Who was he? Who, who were the fans right behind the stadium? Munich in Munich. No, no, because I I knew for a fact that a no Schweinsteiger. I think he's he, he scored in the shootout against my, Real my, Madrid. My... Yeah, he scored the winning penalty. Yeah, so basically, if that penalty shootout was anywhere else, he would have scored. You could tell he was nervous because he stuttered. And you could tell that he was like, oh man, this is Allianz Arena. I've got a score. I've got the, the fans behind me and everything. And all those things are playing into it. So he's overthinking, boom, 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 mess mm. up. So that pressure thing is what sets guys off in a penalty shoot. Yeah, like. but I think that's what Aspilicueta was trying to just let me remove this element completely. It, there's like, you take most of the pressure. Now it's just go do what you do. There's no Havertz. No, no. In that in that stadium, which is in Abu Dhabi, Havertz won't feel that pressure. Now, if um, let's say Muller had the captain's armband, mm. and let's say the World Cup final was in Germany, oh, then that would really help because for Havertz now that's a whole different ball game. You taking a key penalty in front of your own fans in Munich to win this game. Now that is a whole different kind of pressure. No, no, it's still pressure. But it's extra. It's a different it's, kind it's, of. It's, 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 it's got that extra Jamaican BBQ Jack sauce. BBQ. Ah, anyway, anything else from that final? I thought it was correct that Mendy played. I, I was I was happy for Lukaku that I saw him on the score sheet. He scored mm-hmm. in both the the semi yeah. and the final, so that was good for him. Is it right that Kennedy now has more trophies than Harry Kane? Yes, I, I I saw that on the floating around yeah. the timeline. Yeah, yeah, that was trending, <laughs> trending. Yes, he, he does. Kennedy's he does. been here for I don't know, ten days. Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> He's been here for like I think about two or three hours. Yeah, that's what reason came. Yeah. So things like that are always fun. Um, you know what? Okay, let's 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 just talk about the English club. So, Conte came out again. Tottenham aren't good rhetoric, and you guys need to like temper your expectations after they lost to Wolves. I've seen people say he's good. he's trying to do the severance thing again. Mm. I don't think he is. I think he. I think he's genuinely frustrated with the level that the club is at, and he's just voicing what the reality is. Now, whether or not you like it is your own thing. It sounds like something that should get you sacked, or as if you're trying to leave. But it's the truth. Maybe you shouldn't say the truth, but. It is the truth. Look, here's the, the thing. Conte got offered a lot of money for this, for this job. And he's doing it for the money because Tottenham are, are a disgrace. Like, like, not like these guys, these guys are, are, I mean, they are, it's a special case. And my thing about it is that United are giving them top four. They just have to take it and they won't take it. <laughs> bro, I don't know why you're smoking. 
no, 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 no. Man United are gonna no. Man United are winning top. Like United, United are getting top four because Arsenal and Tottenham can't be trusted. <laughs> Fact. It's a disgrace. But like, man, United have dropped points so many times, and then you look at the games in hand that Spurs have had, and it's just like you should be able to catch up by now. What's happening? But they just lose or draw. Or it's just it's just foolishness. And again, if you're Conte. You think, okay, I have Harry Kane, I have, you know, Son, I have, like, the makings of a decent, like, my goalkeeper is the world champion, all these types of things. I'm coming into a good situation. I can see how Mourinho might have thought the same. There was the thinking that when, was Emery still in charge of Arsenal? That Mourinho could have gone to Arsenal, but Spurs got him before he went, and then they signed Arteta. If you're looking at both of those squads at the time, you think this team just went to a Champions League final? Mm. Spurs is a good situation to go to. They have Kane, they have Son, they have Ali, they have you know all these different players. I can go there and win. Mourinho goes there, <laughs> and we saw the documentary. <laughs> and Conte, maybe he's been thrust into that same kind of false sense of security. The names on the shirt look good on the back, but maybe you have to consider... That crest on the front is its own, I don't want to call it a curse, but it's its own struggle. Spurs might be, to use your phrase, the ultimate dud in England. Oh, yes. Because there's something about the club that's just off. And it, it could be ownership. It could be a combination of ownership, chairman, player mentality, whatever it is. I don't think Conte is trying to get sacked. I think if he got sacked, I don't think he'd care. <laughs> like, <laughs> but let, let me tell you the, the real issue. The real issue is Levy. You have a guy who. Why do you have that stadium when you've not won a trophy in years and you're not known for winning trophies? Why do you have that stadium? Because you want to host NFL games. It's yeah. money. Ex- you want money. Exactly. So, so, so my thing is, the the money you pumped into that stadium. And the money you're getting from the NFL partnership, which is super lucrative, that's money could have been reinvested into players and player personnel and actually building a team that can win a trophy. How long did they go without buying a player? Do you remember that? Yeah. They, it, they, it was like a whole year they Bro, didn't I reinvest think, into the team. You know, I, I think they said, I, I think it was the either the summer or generally in the window when Pochettino was there, they said that it is the first time a club has never spent is the first time you never spent any money on a player, on any players, for a window. How do you do that? Why would you do that? No, no, no. It's no because it's simple. Levy is a businessman. He views Tottenham as a business. He has no interest whatsoever in football. Football is just a byproduct. Or oh, if we win, cool. But my main concern is I'm trying to run this as a business and make this as profitable as possible. Who fans, owns the club, though? Club. Oh, I have no idea. Win, lose, or draw, the fans are always going to go. And because they're always going to go, why do I need to win a freaking trophy? If if I'm always going to get money in, like, performance on the pitch doesn't really harm my, my bottom line. Mm. That's the, the key thing. So if success on the pitch doesn't harm the bottom line, why are you investing in success on the, on, on, on the pitch? Just maximize profits in terms of stadiums, build partnerships, and, and, and so forth. But it was a case where performance um, correlated with profits and so forth, then of course he'd invest in players. But because it doesn't, because fans don't go to watch matches if their team win, lose, or draw. They go because it's a tradition. It's what they, they do. Even if they lose 10, 12 games, I'm a Tottenham fan. I go to Tottenham games. It's what I do. <laughs> you know? So Levy owns... Levy... It says the Tottenham are owned by the ENIC Group, the English National Investment Company which is owned by a guy called Joe Lewis, who was born in 1937. So he's 85 years old. This is all Wikipedia research. So club chairman Daniel Levy and his family own 29.4% of the share capital of ENIC International Limited, while Lewis owns 70.6%. So really, this Lewis guy is the guy who's the big boy. But I guess because maybe he's old, he doesn't feel like doing the day-to-day of running a football club or whatever the case may be. It's like, ah, Daniel can handle it. (laughs) I don't think Daniel can handle it, bro. (laughs) I would make the assumption that he owns the club in, like, some big way. 
Like he's the guy. He's not the guy. He's like the he's he's the second guy. So I wonder what this Lewis dude thinks. He must just be fine making money. They say he's worth four four point three billion pounds. So he's chilling. Um, where to next? Manchester United. By the way, is that picture that you sent today? Is that real? Some people are saying that it's not real. So, oh, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like if it were real, it wouldn't surprise me, but no. it would still kind of be shocking if you. Oh, who does it may not be real, man? Look, the the, the internet people they have skills, man. They have I know, have like, people skills. find the right font, the right yeah. you know, you can you can you can make it look like it. Um, Ronaldo had a pretty good chance, but you know what, the, the, the same. Bail that I kind of gave Lukaku. Now, nobody's calling Lukaku the GOAT. So maybe Ronaldo is judged on a different level. But if that's on his right foot, it's a goal. But mm. it's on his left. So maybe he just didn't judge the weight properly. And that's how it happened. I'm not saying that he should, he, of course, he should have scored, but I can understand how. But he's very good with his left foot, though. I, that's, see, what, that's what I'm no, saying. No, like, no, he's, no, he, 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 Cristiano is much. There is, is a, a goat tax. There's a goat the tax. Like, There's a goat tax. No, no, no. Cristiano is much better on With his, his left, left than, than Lukaku, Lukaku is on his, his right foot. Because I'm, I'm saying it's, it's the, same, the same kind of logic. Of like, like, I, I, like I don't want to damn you that you pretty much missed an open goal. But that's not a, it's not the easiest chance. I, I couldn't do that on my left foot. But then again, I'm not the goat. So <laughs> again, I'm like maybe you do judge a player based on reputation and what he's done in the past rather than just that moment for itself. But this Ragnick thing, I tried to tell people what was this guy doing in Russia? If he's a football genius, why is he in Moscow? If not just to make money, for what reason would you be in Moscow as a football genius? So, like, this this whole idea that, oh, he's going to come. He's The best part of the deal was he's going to be a consultant. Can he do the coaching part? You're going to give him the team for six months hoping to get top four because oh, he taught Klopp and he taught Tuchel. Okay, <laughs> but can he actually do it? Like, he might give them philosophy pointers, but it's can he man-manage? Get, like, all the little drippings of news that come out. It just seems it's like a nasty place to be, Manchester United. So you can't sack him, can you? Because you still want him after the fact, because maybe his footballing brain is better in a kind of organizational capacity than like a on-the-ground capacity. But Michael Carrick won two out of three, didn't he? Where is he? He said that he's on a beach somewhere. Maybe that would have been a better idea. Ralph, man. Um... <laughs> what, 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 what could he say? What could he say about the homie Ralph? Boy, Ralph oh. man. The homie yeah. Ralph. It was Ralph against Ralph, wasn't it? Hassan Huro against oh, Ragnick. Yeah. yeah. Spelled differently, but same guys. Shout out to Carl. That was like that's like Carl Anchor Darby, Southampton against Manchester United. Yeah. <laughs> um we could talk about Barcelona. Triore looks good. It's been it's 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 been so effective two games. Effective. I mean- there you go. There's half hope with the words. He's effective, but is he good? Mm. <laughs> like he's, he's he's not trash, man. But it's like you wouldn't say, "Oh, this is like an amazing." But just that look, yeah. Two, two assists. He is getting to the byline. He's beating his man. He's putting in good dangerous crosses. Barcelona have an actual threat the on right. the wing. Yeah. But it's from like what's it called? My. Shout out to your boy Sharif, man, my Ghanaian amigo. He sent me this translation um, of um, like this is I think this was Javi talking about Adama Traore after the after his first game. Let me guess. Pace I know he says, oh, man, this guy, he's, he's he's an animal. He's a he's a beast, man. <laughs> I was like, damn. Damn. Um, no, we 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 could talk about PSG, but there's really no reason. Just just that Mbappe is carrying the team. And when he goes to Madrid in the summer, it's, it's, it's going to hurt them. Um, I mean, we can talk about Zuma and the cat in the extra if you want. I think we could just say just general thoughts yes. on it in in the football senses. And as always, <laughs> said, is that 
in isolation, it's bad. I used to own a cat. And for me, any form of animal cruelty for, for me, I just don't like, makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, like, I, I'm one of those dudes that I try not to step on snails. I try not to kill any animal <laughs> if I don't have to. I'm just one, one, one of those dudes. Wait a minute. So, okay, so if if you see a spider in your apartment, you're oh, not gonna no. just you're not gonna no. kill it. You're just you know, gonna put it in. Me a... and my sister will fight. So my sister will try to kill it, and I'll try to talk, stop my sister from killing it <laughs> because my sister hates spiders. I'm gonna try. To, I said, I said no. Do you know it depends on the not day. causing you any harm. I know what they always say. I think it was my my brother that, that told me keep spiders alive because they eat a lot of bugs around. So it's a spider is a good equilibrium to have within within your house. That's what they say. But yeah, like. <laughs> I'm gonna say like if if an animal isn't causing me any harm, why am I gonna kill it? So I'm only gonna kill an animal for a purpose. I oh I have to eat because I've got to eat chicken or meat. It's like this trophy hunting is sick. Like fox oh, hunting, yeah, yeah, trophy yeah. hunting. I'm like why? Yeah, so nice. so so that's on the on the main thing. But my thing is people understand it's the reaction. The reaction of it is overblown and it's really ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's what you're now seeing. And I wish I tried to explain to people that yes. For people in the UK, and I think a lot of people in Western Europe, the, their pets means more to them than a black person I don't know. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's just what it is. So, like, and if you view it, because I try not to venture too much in so awful, but I just think, like, <laughs> you have to, like, people's rage, you have to look at it in a logical sense, which is that I know this pet. I've got an affinity to this pet. And since I've got an affinity to this pet, I've got a loving affinity to any cat and dog I see. Um, what's it called? I remember I was, I was I was walking with a girl one time. She saw a dog, just a a, a thingy dog. Said, oh, a cute dog that starts to pet it. So people have this affinity towards cats and dogs that they don't even know. I don't know this black person, and I probably have a stereotypical view of this black person. Mm-hmm. I probably don't have any black friends. Why should I care about? Harmful stuff that's done to, to, to them. When I feel a close affinity to cats and dogs, and I do this black person, I, I don't know. So from that point of view, oh yeah, it makes sense. The reaction, <laughs> I still think it's stupid, but from their point of view, oh yeah, it makes sense. So, <sighs> look, Zuma, we can just start with like, why? If if it's a game, if you think it's fun, I just I don't understand how that's fun. It just seems kind of cruel. You know, not even kind of. It just seems cruel. So the idea that you're doing that in your crib is one thing. Putting it online is another level of stupidity to where any compassion that I might want to feel for, like, you losing your sponsor. Wait, 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 quick, very quick one before I, I forget. Yeah. I think on the video it said, Ila commence, which means that it's a start. It starts. Yeah, so, so, so it's so, a so, game. So, it must be a game of something. No, 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 no. What I'm thinking of that is... This cat has been building up, and then his brother was like, "Aha! It's as funny as that." Said Kozuma has because obviously he was doing it in a playful way. So I'm just thinking that obviously there's the one cat is new, but I think this one cat has probably been very troublesome. So Kozuma has suddenly gone crazy. His brother's like, "Ah! It's her, it's has started now. Now it's that time to now finally sort of react to how troublesome this cat has been." So the issue is, why do you find that? Comedic, because they find it comedic, but the issues are you shouldn't find it comedic. So that was the thing. But yeah, my my thing is, if you do that, which you shouldn't do, why put it on camera? Any like again, any bail I would want to give you, I can't anymore because it's just uh, it reaches a level of stupidity that's just I don't understand. I can't understand why you would think that's funny to put on Snapchat or any social media. If you beat your child. Maybe there's a good reason for it, or you could come up with like, ah, oh, this is what we did when I was a kid, and I never woo. But you don't film it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're not gonna film giving your kid a spanking. It's just dumb. Like, why would you do that? From that point of view, him losing his sponsorships, I don't feel a way. You shouldn't have put that shit out in public, man. Like, that's the only way I could tell you. Like, if I was talking to him like a little brother, whatever it would be, like, you shouldn't have done that. Shit. That was stupid. My the only kind of what about ism I could kind of come up with is just like okay, so if Adidas is dropping him for slapping a cat, who else is on their roster of athletes? Luis Suarez, oh, John Terry, oh, 
that's interesting. <laughs> like when you go through like, oh, so these are the people who have done X, Y, Z, but they, they get to keep their thing, but hit a cat and you lose your thing. Not saying that you shouldn't lose your thing. It's just interesting who's gotten to keep their thing. That's the interesting part to me. No, 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 no. But, but I think just to pick up and which is why it's a sad will, but interesting we, rev, rev, revelation, which is that. We'll get deeper in the actual. No, no, we could, no. But I just think like what you just seen from this fallout within mm. Zuma is that animal cruelty is a bigger issue than racism. Ooh. That's the bottom line, so. That's or, what we'll end Yeah, basically, people feel more passionately about animal cruelty than they do racism. That's yes. that's like the bottom line. So yeah. Yes, and I think I know why. But well, again, we can get into that in the extra because that's like a whole. It's a thirty-minute conversation. So, um, all right. This has been. T- oh, you know what? I haven't done this in so long that I forgot that there are questions that people maybe might have asked. I'm not sure. You'll forgive me. Um, only two. What is the half space and how do I occupy it? <laughs> the half space, if you're looking at the pitch from goal to goal, divide the pitch in five parts and just give them numbers. So one, two, three, four, five. The half spaces would be two and four. So there you go. That's what the half space is. Talking tactics, right? All right. And the other question was about Zuma. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we will we will use that one as a, as a launching pad for the extra. So shout out to who asked that question? Black emoji, always with the question. Shout out to him, man. All right, thank you guys for listening to Talking Tactics. Remember, we do this every Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't done this. Well, rather, it drops every people. Tuesday. You know. Yeah, 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 it drops every Tuesday. So uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter's the main one. Take TikTok. TikTok coming soon, man. TikTok coming soon. We'll be doing a dance routine, man, very soon. <laughs> I haven't downloaded TikTok at all. <laughs> um, Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Indeed. Links in the description. Check us out. Peace. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.